A Friday night in the summer is like rolling the dice. As soon as I open those floodgates. Do I answer this call? Yeah. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Rob Lullisher with Yeg Me the Podcast. Every week, we'll be chatting with some great people in Edmonton. It's our chance to learn a bit more about them and have them share some of their Yeg centric stories. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast and thank you for joining us. Hey everybody, it's Rob Lullisher. Welcome to the Yeg Me Podcast. Really excited to uh, have a new friend on the show, Pam Kirby from The Bear. Pam, how are you? Really good. Super excited to be here. It was uh, went down like a dark, dark alley to get here. Yeah, everybody loves the journey <laughs> to our uh, little little studio, uh, the old hole in the wall downtown that I like to tell people, if you're a real old timer, you come in here, this is where the Italian gardens used to be. Oh, if, okay. If you ever uh, enjoyed a dish of pasta, I... I know uh, another former radio guest we had on, uh, Marty uh, Forbes. Yeah, right. he ate many a meal here. And, uh, <laughs> enough of Mar- Marty. We don't want to talk about him. Pam, what's what's going on in your world? Oh, busy. Lots of events going on yeah. this summer. Busy um, time in Edmonton, and yeah. uh, the the radio station keeps you keeps you on the go. Yeah, we got K days and whatnot, and introducing yeah. the offspring. And there's a lot of festivals happening this year, and. Always heavy in, ones too. Always involved. Yeah, some big ones coming down the pipe this yeah. year. Um, we'll chat a bit about the radio biz. I, I'm curious. Let, let's blast back a little. I, I want to know about your time growing up uh, in and around Edmonton and uh, what can you tell us? It's been back and forth from Edmonton and yep. BC. Okay. But, but all the good times have been here. Yes, right? of course. Yep. But if you want to get to the grassroots of things, I was born in Winnipeg. Okay. And my parents and I. I'll insert the booze. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right and uh yeah we moved out to morinville okay yeah, awesome spent some time out in the, the sticks the, uh, uh parlay on petite peu francais uh, no not even kind of not even kind of no um yeah no catching tadpoles in the ravine behind <laughs> behind the elementary those as, are the as early in. radio training yes that's yes, right yeah. that's right and uh yeah then moved to BC, okay. was there for a couple years, and then okay. moved back to Edmonton and finished my time here. Went to SBS on the West End, okay. and uh, then went to Victoria School of the Performing Arts. Oh, okay. So I made the trek from the so, West End to downtown, and it was worth it. Very nice. I told my parents that uh, I, I was considering going to St. FX because my dad went to an all-boys Catholic school. Okay. okay. So that was his wish, but I said. If I don't get into all of the advanced art programs, I will go to FX. And lo and behold, I good, did get Good thing in. you had a talent, uh, <laughs> a couple talent. What was your talent in the arts? What were you really focused on? I was focused on acting. Okay. Definitely like cool. that. I was in advanced acting classes and oh, I took wonderful. like drama IB. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I didn't at all dip into radio. Okay. So, so like training wise, you never went to went to school for it. They just put a microphone in front of you and you knew how to talk. Yeah, I uh, felt really comfortable on stage. I felt okay. comfortable behind a mic. I felt comfortable in front of an audience. Yeah. So I really took that. Uh, I rolled with it, obviously, in high school. And then I turned that into a post-secondary passion for me. So I did go to theater school, theater okay. and film school in West Vancouver. Oh, cool. And um, did that for a couple of years. And I learned... Some really interesting techniques, not just by acting, okay. but going off script, being as close as you and I are. Right, right. 
and just rolling the, with the it. improv uh, yeah. side of things. And, so okay. I did a bit of that as well, okay. which I think prepared me for, okay. you know, hosting events. Um, I did a lot of experimental marketing. Okay. And uh, which kind of landed me at the Edmonton Sun. Good stuff. So you, you've got your media uh, street cred big time uh, I do. down here. <laughs> yeah, it happened that way. It was from uh, going to movie premieres okay. and hosting those and just getting oh, up on right. stage and yep. being like, hey, I'm with the Edmonton Sun, um, to going to Big Valley and being a face of the brand. So I kind of knew what it takes to be a face of the brand. And I knew that I was comfortable behind a mic because I spent some years at the River Cree Resort and Casino as well with their marketing department. So Good I was stuff. doing slot tournaments. I was doing the races. Just lots of talk, 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 talk. Let's get yeah. this girl on the microphone. So that, was, that yeah. was kind of it. And um, it kind of got me thinking a little bit okay. that what else can I do with a microphone? That doesn't necessarily mean taking the stage in theater because that okay. wasn't something I wanted to So you really, you just more. didn't quite gravitate to that part no. of it? No. I felt more yep. comfortable being myself on stage. Okay. After emceeing and stuff like that. So have you anything in the the comedy improv world? Have you dipped your toe there? Well, that is... It's on the bucket list? Yeah, it's on the bucket list. And uh, I don't know if I want to say that's my end goal. But it's something you want to check off. It's definitely yeah, yeah. something that I've okay. been mulling over yeah. and really thinking what, about. What do you think of the Edmonton, uh, we'll, we'll call it the theater, acting, movie scene? Well, it's inspiring in yeah. because a lot of people that I went to school with are still involved, like okay. heavily involved. So I'm going to fringe shows every year, and I know at least probably five people putting on shows. I'd nice. say that's pretty good. Yeah. For someone who's not yeah. in the theater community, as thick of it as I once was, I still have my feelers out there. I still like to support. Yeah. I like to go to... Um... Are, are you the go-to in the audience? Are you the plant? <laughs> Usually. Are you the, uh, I'll be there to laugh for you at the very least. That's yes, my, that's yes. my friend job. Um, between that and I, I take in a lot of like amateur stand-up comedy okay. as well. Cool. So I do go to Urban Tavern, Lars Calio. Um, he was the host of that one with Norm Shaw. For a while, and then he handed it over to Ryan Short, as I know Lars is traveling around the world right now doing some comedy. Yeah. Um, so I'll still go and I'll support, and it's super fun to see people cutting their teeth for the first time, to see people who are somewhat veterans and comfortable yeah. trying out new bits and seeing if it works and staring <laughs> at the audience like, did that go over well or not? So, Have you ever taken the stage yourself and done a, a comedy routine? I have, yeah. but it was a touch and i feel like i could jump in all, all big in. audience was it was it a, um, no. was it a pro audience it wasn't or was huge it? Okay. no yeah. and uh i did take some uh theater or sorry some comedy sketch courses as well okay cool so to write some comedy as well yeah. so i think that helped me prepare for being on radio really good training on that and but i gotta uh, say the transition was quite challenging to okay. go from stage to behind a mic in the radio, in a studio. What what was that challenge, or what were the the biggest challenges you found? Not being able to feed off anybody's energy. Oh, okay. Because I really you had to create the energy yourself. Yeah. Because yeah. I really had, I really took that in, yep. no matter where I was. Being I'm talking to five people at a slot tournament, or I'm talking to a couple thousand people at a huge draw. Yep. Um, I would like I'm alone in a studio. So where am I drawing that from? And it really just has to come from within. It's got to come from me. And it's all like a mental headspace yeah. kind of game. Like, 
on your show, do you get many people in your studio, or is most of it just like over the phone? Most of it's over the phone. Okay. For okay. sure. Um, I'll get the text lines, they'll light up, and then right. yeah. I'll call them sometimes. If they got a good story, I'm like, don't be shy. So I'll, <laughs> I'll call them, and they're like, oh, hey. I'm like, you probably weren't expecting me. <laughs> okay, so you do work for the bear, so I'm just curious as to like where where's that line? How, how far do you like to push things and... and uh, do you, what's the encouragement like and where's where's the stop line well <laughs> i feel very fortunate to work yeah. with the bear because we're not as censored as some right. of the other radio stations i was worried yeah just not worried as much about it which is probably a lot more real life that's <laughs> right, right now than anything because so. my last station yeah. i got my hand slapped a couple different <laughs> times on a couple different occasions but it's uh it, it's cloudy that yeah. line because I have gotten my hand slapped at the bear. <laughs> However, they're a little bit more forgiving. I, uh, we, you and I never worked together, but we both did work at the Edmonton Sun. Uh, I, I have a personal hand slap story <laughs> that I'm quite proud of. Oh. That uh, in my, I was in the ad department. I believe I held the record for many years of most complaints over an advertisement uh, <laughs> ever received. Uh, back in the day, the local dancing establishments used to run uh, half-page, full-page ads in oh, the yes. Edmonton Sun. <laughs> ran one that probably went a little over the line, and uh, they ran one time and only one time. So <laughs> I, I know where you're coming from there. Yeah. Uh, just going off of radio for a, a little bit, you talked about some of the, uh, you know, the improv scene and, and a couple of the bars. Is, is there a local watering hole or, or two that, that you wish more people knew of or, or get out there and support? Um, I would say, I mean, I'm going to go back to Urban Tavern okay. and the comedy scene <laughs> just because whether you're that's your first time on stage or it's, you know, your 10th time and you're trying to figure yeah. out or your 10th hundred time and you're trying to figure out a bit. I mean, they need your support more than anybody else because it takes a lot of courage to get on the stage. Another one that's actually down the street from my house is Grindhouse Theater. Oh, okay, yep. And they have local theater, comedy, karaoke, really yep. cool spins on things almost seven days a week. There's always something yep. going on at the Grindhouse. Yeah, they, they've kind of taken the, we'll call it the fringe model, yes. and brought it into their theater where basically anyone can book the theater and and how you know they're probably running three four shows a day uh, yeah they uh, are there and, and they welcome yeah. you know local artists who have an idea they'll support yep. that idea they'll try and get you in there on a date i mean you do have to book far in advance right um but i have chatted with them about both events and you know artist installations yep. that my friends are interested in so that's another one like if you're looking for something to do doesn't have to be go to the movies like don't take your first tinder date to the movies it's not gonna go over well take him to some i'm an local. old guy i've never been on a tinder date don't, don't, don't know anything about that but. online dating online dating. let's not do that the kids the tell movies. me that's all the craze right? <laughs> yeah but you think a a, a grindhouse theater is, you got to get past show. the name first for anyone who's never been there before <laughs> that's right sure that'd be a little intimidating to them what, what the hell is this place totally um but you think a comedy night is a is a good first date? Yeah. If yeah. you can get to an improv yeah. like show, you can you can kind of feel out if you guys have the same yeah. sense yeah, of humor. Yeah, I was going to say you see where their humor is. Yeah, real you're quick like, "Oh, I think that's funny, yeah. but you don't. Maybe oh. we're not going to get along." Here. <laughs> 
Uh oh, I'm laughing at all the dark spots. That's again. right. That, that's that, right. Oh, that's super cool. <laughs> if uh, um, you know you're you've spent time in the coast, and is your family around here? Or yeah, they... they live right here in Edmonton. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Uh, when folks come into Edmonton, I, I love asking this. What's if, if you had just one day with them? What are what are a couple spots that you feel just really screams Edmonton, and and you have to take them to? Well, River Valley, that's a no brainer, just because it's gorgeous, and I don't think people get how beautiful Edmonton is right in the heart of our very right, own right. city. What would you do in the River Valley? Just go for a walk. Just a nice walk. Yeah, just a good putz around. I'm not a runner. Yeah. I'm not a biker. So, nope, just a good putz around with the dog. And this okay. is going to sound super cliche, but I love water slides. Okay. If there was a Canadian Olympic water sliding <laughs> team, I would be on it. So... You've got to be the first person I've <laughs> ever heard that uh, statement from in my life. Yeah. I would quit everything. I would drop it yeah. all to live and pursue pro my dream as uh, a professional water slider. I'm a pro water slider. Yeah. Yep. Like... Who, who would your sponsors be? What, <laughs> oh, <laughs> who my Who would you be gosh. going after? Um, Jack Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> I'd get the Liquid fire. Courage yeah, brought the, to you by. the Tennessee Jack, the fire one, just yeah. to get me going like lightning. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that would be a solid one. And maybe some like cool floaties because there's some really okay. cool floaties up there. So you, this is at West Edmonton Mall. Yeah, you, I would you definitely take take them park. for the day at the water park. <laughs> don't have to worry about the weather. That's all, right. All That's right. There. I'm all in because yeah. I don't like skiing. So as much as I like, I go to Banff. Okay. I'll go to Jasper in the yeah. winter. They, I will have a great time. They don't time. have water slides. If they brought in yeah. water slides, then I'm, that... I'm all in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's like the luge in the winter, right? <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> they just have to let that melt, and then they've, they've got a water slide <laughs> in, the, right. in the summertime. That would be good. <laughs> in your in your time uh, around Edmonton, you've you've been like uh, through your media. You've been at a lot of uh, great touch points of things going on in the community. Can you share a story, Pam? Like I, I like asking that uh, that greatest Edmonton story that you remember. You were either right there or you you somehow played a part in it. What pops to mind? Well, the Heritage Classic, okay. definitely a hundred percent. My dad took me with my brother. I was freshly eighteen. I think I was eighteen or nineteen, and yeah. it was cold as all hell having your first beer which was frozen <laughs> 28 seconds later well i remember because my mom won the tickets somehow some way so we got to go and the tickets were as high as you could get at commonwealth stadium okay. so you were making the trek so, so you had a nice little minus 40 breeze blown in your face <laughs> yes uh, that's exactly it as you're watching some ants play down on the on the field level the montreal Canadiens and the oilers in action and i remember Going to the concourse, grabbing a beer and a Caesar. By the yeah. time I got to the top, my beer was slush, <laughs> and I went to take a bite of the celery, and I almost chipped my tooth. That's how hard it was. So that's how cold it was to give you that yeah, mental that, picture. Uh, every time you drink a Caesar and a beer for the rest of your life, yes. you think of the Heritage Classic. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, looking ahead for the, I'm curious with the world of radio, what, you know, with the challenges of digital and everything's going on there, you know, you're from the DJ perspective, what, what do you think the future looks like for radio? I think a lot of people make their mark showing their true self behind the microphone, because as we know, MP3s, you can download music, there's satellite radio. There's podcasts. There's everything going on. Yep. You can, it's all at your fingertips, and it's at your disposal at any given time. 
So I think local content is king because okay. people want to know not just the weather. They want to know what's going down on the street. Down on the street. They want to know if the farmers market is still happening. People want to know um, what's happening with the Edmonton Oilers. So specifically on my show, like I will touch on all the sporting events going on in Edmonton because, you know, people are listening for the local content right, as well. Right. And I think being able to connect with your audience, being your true self, and giving your true self and being vulnerable with your audience. That's what keeps them being engaged cool. in your show. Yeah. I think. What do you? Uh, what's your go-to? Like, what? What do you think your audience expects from you, and and what do you like to you know deliver th- on each? I day? think it's. I think it's the banter. I think it's fun. Okay. Yep. Um. Of course, the line from hell is always open. I encourage people to call me at any given time, including a Friday night around the fire in a backyard having a couple beers or having a garage party. I'll get that. Like That's Friday. <laughs> <laughs> a Friday night in the summer is like rolling the dice. As soon as I open those floodgates. Do I answer this call or yeah. not? <laughs> is there a delay on the radio? That's right. <laughs> do, you have, do you have the three-second oh, oh poop uh, <laughs> delay? That's right. Yep. That's right. And, you know, we get calls from the Remand Center even. And that's always fun. I'm like, are you pumping iron right now? What's your favorite song? <laughs> you know i'll spin you a tune right? yeah <laughs> hey dude you fall yep. asleep to my voice at night so it's just about having fun and i think i think that's why pe- most people will call into my show they feel comfortable okay. enough to have some fun with me yep. and it's not an environment where anybody's really getting judged it's just a right. good time and and for anyone listening who hasn't uh doesn't know where to find you when 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 is that uh, 7 to midnight on 100.3, the bear, the awesome. dial. Okay. Um, if you are listening. And it, whether you're in jail, wherever, yeah. <laughs> anyone is welcome to call in. The line from hell is open. That's right. And if you are within Canada, we have the iHeartRadio app. So if cool. you download that app, absolutely free. You just look up Rock and you'll be able to find us and listen to us absolutely anywhere. So cool. that's a cool selling feature. Has that been kind of the answer to the Spotify and Apple say, Music, like yeah. just to say, hey, you, you don't need to be in a car and a radio. You can listen to us this way. And, That's right. And yeah. with such a heritage station, we get yeah. a lot of people who lived in Edmonton for a long time or within right. earshot of yeah. the radio um, that are now in Ontario. Right. Still and they're still listen. streaming us. Yeah. Because that's what they miss. Cool. And we yeah. get that, you know, a girlfriend of mine who lives in Mission, BC. Okay. She always streams us like that's no other rock station she's like man i don't care about anything else long time listener first time caller from (laughs) mission bc (laughs) that's right that's right you ever get that line given Uh, to you no this is a first oh yes i love that line. but i am kind of a newbie to radio so like if you want to get a few years you're getting you're getting deep into that's right experience (laughs) adding to your library of fun little reman stories yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah yep um, you know, back to uh, the the Yeg local scene, a uh, bit beyond food and beverage. Any any local businesses or shops that you wish more folks knew about? Um, I just started going to a trainer recently, oh, and I cool. don't want to get this wrong because yeah. I've been to numerous trainers. So you have to understand my history with like fitness. She, and she's stuff. taking out a notebook. Folks, I, I am because I don't want to get this wrong. Raising the bar, training and performance. Um, I've just started recently training with them. And the difference for me is that it's not just about your physical training. Like, where are you at physically? What are you doing, like, every day? It's where you're at mentally. What your relationships are with how you eat, where you eat. 
Um, so it's and, a really well-rounded yeah. training experience. Yeah. So I really believe that if you're looking for something different, maybe looking yep. for something challenging, um, sitting down with those guys, Sean is the owner, and his focus is on your overall health. Okay. It's not yep. going to just happen physically. It's got to happen yep. mentally. And if you have been hit roadblocks. Just one component, yep. Like I have hit roadblocks all my life. Um, I feel like I'm actually finally getting somewhere and something yep. that will kind of stick for me. Good for you. Yeah. Hey, they don't let anyone on the Canadian uh, water slide team. <laughs> That's so right. You, you got to earn your one way. One step then. closer. <laughs> <Not> the training <laughs> begins. That's right. That's right. That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, well, I wish you all the best with that. Thank that, you. That's, uh, I'm a big advocate of, of uh, you know, not just the physical health, but, you know, just enjoying life and, and trying to do things that uh, I think a lot of focus is going there now, just the happiness factor. Yeah. But, and I think to have a voice as loud as mine is, because I have the medium yeah. of being on the radio, I think mental health being talked about is very positive. Awesome. And it's not something to shy away from. That's something that I have had to dig a little deeper okay. for myself, yeah. for sure. I've had to look in the mirror and figure out some hard truths. Yeah. But I know I'm not the only one. And um, for anybody listening who feels it's not affordable, I don't know where to go, I don't know what to do. Honestly, psychology today is kind yeah. of like a Facebook or a LinkedIn okay. of psychology. Yeah. And uh, it's right across North America. So just some great content on there. You'll to, go in, yeah. you'll say Edmonton. Yeah. And then out will pop up all the psychologists in Edmonton. And then you can be specific. Is it going to be, you know, um, a, diver uh, a divorce counselor? I see. Are you yeah. looking for maybe kids or yeah. sexual abuse? And you can actually go into people's profile and see who is a good fit for you. Right. And one thing that I would suggest looking at on that profile is what's called a sliding scale. Okay. What that means is you can have a consult. Most of them are free consults. They'll have a chat with you and they'll ask you, you know, this is my rate. Is that something you can afford? If you reply no, and they say are, they are open to a sliding scale, they will listen to where you're at. If they can be of right. service to you, they will work with what you can pay with. So really, we're going to become just accessible across the board. Yeah, yeah. and I don't feel like a lot of people know about sliding scale. So I, I would, th yeah, I think even myself, I think just you know, at first blush, you always think, well, it's going to be a hundred bucks right? an hour, two hundred bucks an hour, and and I'm not even going to have that conversation. Yeah, it's, it's my my stupid friend Bob or yeah. uh, the bartender. <laughs> those those will become my. Uh, my sounding boards. That's right. But there are uh, a lot of avenues to explore. That's very cool. That, that's Thanks for sharing that. I uh, yeah. appreciate that. Looking ahead, Pam, for, for uh, our great city here, any any hopes and dreams that, you know, wish they built taller buildings? What, what do you hope for Edmonton well, in the Well, I wish 20, that LRT years? would get finished up here. <laughs> it's never going to be finished. <laughs> Let's be real here. Yeah. Um, I mean, an LRT right to the airport would be sweet, too. Okay. I mean, that was something. Where are you, where are you flying if you get on that LRT? Where are you going to go? <laughs> if I'm getting on the LRT to go yeah. somewhere in Edmonton? No, um, I meant if, oh. it, if it does go to the airport, where, oh. are you, where are you flying to tomorrow? Oh, well. Where, where's um, the next got to go to? Well, I would say New York. Oh, forget about it. Yeah. Nice. Have you been there? No. Okay. I was supposed cool to go you. during my high school trip, but September 11th happened. Uh, yeah, that I was a little kiboshed. Yep. Um, so it's been on the top three. 
And of my top three places, it's New York, it's Egypt, okay. and it's Japan. And I've been able to cross Japan off my list. Okay, cool. So at least I got cool. one off the whole bucket list. Okay, pulling it back to Edmonton, what is it? Maybe is it something about those cities that, geez, I wish I wish Edmonton will get more of that uh, down the road? Well, and I think that's what keeps me going back, I guess, to theater and checking okay. out the fringe shows and um, showing my support in that more way. More on the art side of yeah, things. Yeah, it's and, definitely yeah. like the bright lights in the art side of things. Yeah. And um, maybe a little bit more stuff to do late night. I okay. feel like, yep. you know, summer we're always buzzing. Gonna, we're can only listen to the radio till midnight. Right? <laughs> That's and right. What do you do after? Yeah, because summer is always buzzing. There's always yeah. something to do, somewhere to go. But there's sometimes a lull in the winter. That's why I like seeing, you know, ice on white and stuff like that. Right. It's a it's a step in the right direction. But I'd love to see a lot more of that all year round, not just during the summer months. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Pam, I really enjoyed uh, our little chat here today and getting to know yeah. you better. And and I wish you great success and. Be it your radio or your comedic or your uh, world water slide domination <laughs> team uh, down the road. If, if folks wanted to, to connect with you or follow you on social, digital, how can they do that? Instagram, it's going to be at P. Kirby's Dreamland. And on Facebook, I do have an independent page that's Pam Kirby on air. And then, of course, you can follow me on the bear as well. Awesome. We'll put those links in, in the show notes. And uh Pam, thank you so much right for, for being on uh, Yeg Me the podcast. Thanks was, so much for having me. I had this is awesome. Great time chatting with you. <laughs> so much fun. Thank you. Perfect. Thanks again for joining us, folks. I'm Rob Lullisher, and this has been the Yeg Me podcast. Be sure to visit our website, www.yeg.me, for more information on the show and some of our past podcasts. Also, some fun Yeg swag you can check out. All kinds of good stuff on the yeg.me website and we look forward to seeing you in future episodes.